All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Rolling through a Thursday afternoon while uh, Oiler fans waiting for the announcement of uh, Alex Pantrangelo. He had his hearing around uh, 3 o'clock, give or take, and should have an announcement from... Uh, Department of Player Safety from the NHL sometime this hour. Most of us are expecting a one game. I actually think it's probably should be two, but I'm not holding my breath that it will be two. We shall see. Welcome back to the Gregor Show. Play Alberta.ca. Put some line. I'm going to put the uh, most people, if I put the line at 1.5, would probably pick under on uh, on what the NHL will hand out. So we'll see. But uh, lots of different lines, lots of different fun for you to play at PlayAlberta.ca. NHL games tonight. There's two of them. Carolina and New Jersey is underway, and then you have Seattle and Zakraken going out at that series tied at two. Carolina could move on and be the first team in the conference final with a win tonight. New Jersey will try to do what Toronto did last night and stave off elimination. Let's get to the Rashog Report now, brought to you by Next Gen Transportation, Heavy Haul Transport Provider, celebrating three years as part of the uh, MyShack group of companies. It's nextgentransportation.com is Ryan Rashog. Joins us, um, Shogger. What what do you think Petranzo's actions were worth as far as the suspension? And then what do you think the NHL will do? Uh, <clears throat> I think the NHL is going to give him a game. I think they should give him two. I think that uh, any suggestion that those two actions should be an equal punishment is crazy, in my opinion. And there's a fundamental flaw in this system, Greg. So here's what it is. We can all agree that in the playoffs, a specific action, if during the regular season would be a four-game suspension, in the playoffs it's generally what? Two? 
Is it about is it about double from regular season to playoffs? So this is a rule designed around the regular season that if you get an instigator, it's weighted by a regular season game. You get a suspension of one. So why is it that all suspensions in the playoffs take on a different weighting? You value the games at a certain weight, yet this rule is designed that all games are created equally, regular season or playoffs. There should be an adjustment to this rule that says that, that, that allows for the difference in value between a regular season and a playoff game, and it doesn't. So you have to go by the letter of the law to the rule, but there's no give for the weighting of playoff games, which there always is in suspensions. Now, here, here's no the f- sense. Now, did you know that this season, in the regular season, twice was there a, a player who got uh, given a, an instigator penalty in the in the final five minutes of the game, and in both situations, it was rescinded. Yeah, this is the this is the first one that actually resulted in a suspension. Well, and, and details matter, right? You have to watch it, and you have yep. to read the ruling, and then you have to make a determination. And if by the ruling they decide that that's still an instigator, then fine. But my question is. Why are they treating a regular season rule and a one-game suspension the same in the playoffs when we all know that the games are weighted differently? So the way you could fix this is you could say, in the playoffs, any instigator is an automatic $5,000 fine, and the director, the Department of Player Safety has the option to upgrade it to a one-game suspension. Right? So you, you're, you downgrade the severity of the punishment recognizing it's playoff time because they're going to send the signal here that what Darnell Nurse did is of equal value to what Alex Petrangelo did if they give Petrangelo a game. And that's bananas to me, absolutely bananas. So they got to give Petrangelo two if in the hockey world what Nurse did was one game. There's no way they can say that those two are equivalent. It makes no sense. I gotta jump in here for a second. This yeah, so go Struds. One of the biggest issues that everybody has with uh, the the uh, calling uh, suspensions is that it's subjective. You know, it depends. This is what I see. This is what I feel. Has there ever been anyone who's done the job that anyone actually liked? Like, let's go back. Was it Peros, Pronger, Campbell? Are those the last three that we know in, in recent history? No one likes anything to do. So finally, they put a policy in here where if you and C had a fight, you get a one game suspension. In the last five yep. minutes of the game. It's clear. Yep. It's clear. So everyone knows the rule. Darnell Nurse, everyone knew the rule, and yet he took the chance. It wasn't like it was it, – it, yep, he asked him to go, and this guy asked me to go. That's great. Good stuff. But he didn't stay on the balloon. He skated in, into an area where nothing was going on, knowing the rule. That's the rule. It's just like I wish I could go 100 on the white mud. That's not the law. The law is 80. <laughs> Sometimes it's up to 85. I do go over 90. I'm sorry for the policeman listening. I do go over 90. But that's the rule. So I, I like that there's a rule where it's clear. If you do this, this is what happens. Now, the slash is a different situation because it's not so clear, and I think that's why it's so subjective. Last night I said $5,000 fine. Now today I'm probably okay. One game's probably fair, but more than that, I don't see it happening. So... I don't know, Shogger. I, I, but, but the, so, how do you make it? Well, let, it's difficult. Let me, let me ask you this, though. So you're fine with the idea that an instigator equals a suspension. Are you fine with the idea 
that it's weighted exactly the same from a regular season to a playoff game? Because let's say you take a slash. Just take a slash. Just envision it in your head. Whack right. on the hands. Regular season, that's a two-game suspension right there. And a player knows if you slash like that, chances are, based on the standard, that's a two-gamer. But in the playoffs, that exact same decision, that exact same play, because we all know playoff games are worth so much more, is a one-gamer. So why does the same action here in an instigator give you the same penalty in the regular season as the playoffs if we all agree playoff games are more valuable? So I listen to fans all the time, and all they want is consistency. So now you're looking to change rules from playoffs Sorry, for regular season to playoffs. They do anyway. They change the suspension standard in the playoffs, Strud. They but, already do that. But, but, but let's take let's. I, I want to take human thought out of this. I want to be able to say this is what this is. This is what that is. And and wow. for that, I, I just don't have a problem with that. I I I don't know everyone. Like I was the fighter. I I do have a problem with that. There's instigator. I don't like that. There's instigator rules in the in the first place. But those are the rules agreed by everyone in play. Or, or okay, more, but Stratty, majority of the people. But what about the fact that the only two times they called it in the regular season, they rescinded the suspension? And you even well, have you looked at them, Greg? Have you looked I'm, at I'm, them? Are I'm they... trying to get the I'm trying to get the tape from it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those details matter, right? Exactly who did what and everything. But Struds, would you not agree that not all instigators are created equally? That there are different degrees of instigating fights, right? And that there is some discretion there. And they agree that there is discretion by virtue of the fact that they're willing to look at everyone and make a call. So you want this robotic, if the ref decides it's an instigator, it's in the last five, it's an automatic suspension, yet they're putting it back in human hands again by allowing every one of them to be reviewed. Okay, let's go through the review process. Would the fight have happened if 25 doesn't skate into the zone? No. So then, no. that's just, that's that's instigating a fight. Just say it. Just call it as it is. I, 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 I'm not are trying to be difficult. To, are you allowed to skate from the blue line down into the corner and engage with a guy by bear-hugging him? And let's say your gloves never came off and you bear-hug a guy, right? Have you gone in there clearly instigating a fight? Well, no. You're allowed to skate down. The punishment for that is... Face-off comes outside the zone, in the offensive zone, right? Now it goes into the neutral zone. So Darnell Nurse skates down and engages with a guy, grabs onto him and bear hugs him. He did not give Haig no choice but to fight. He did. So why is he going down there, Shugger? What's he going Guys skate across the ice and engage people all the time, right? McDavid. Look at McDavid and Petrangelo. Should McDavid have gotten an instigator there? If Petrangelo had thrown his gloves off and started punching McDavid, should McDavid have gotten an instigator there? Well, because Petrangelo now, actually did drop a glove. I know. And now every time a guy skates up to a guy and grabs him, if the guy throws his gloves off and starts swinging, does the guy who skated up and grabbed him get an instigator? Because, hey, that's a great message then. As soon as a guy skates up to you and grabs you, if you did something you didn't like, throw your gloves off and start fighting. Because now he's the one that skated up to you. So he must be instigating the fight. That's a good point. Hague's gloves came off a split second before nurses. Right? Like, you got to be allowed to skate up to a guy and grab him. 
And if a fight ensues, you know, a half a second, two seconds later, shouldn't the standard be, well, which guy threw off his gloves and threw a punch first? Not which guy skated across the ice, tapped him on the shin pads, looked at him and said, let's go. Because for me, when a guy skates across, the, and that's not what happened last night, but just the instigator in general. Guys square up all the time. Just So Buddy throws a big hit. Buddy skates over, taps him on the shin pad, challenges him. They drop the gloves and go. No instigator. That's ridiculous. They were willing combatants. An instigator to me is when a guy skates over, throws his gloves off, and gives a guy no choice. So I think the league has this wrong altogether. I think they have it wrong that it's equal between the regular season and the postseason and their determination of what an instigator actually is. Darnell Nurse didn't instigate a fight. He went down there and instigated contact with Haig and wrapped him up, and Haig threw his gloves off, Nurse threw his gloves off. They were both willing combatants. Yeah, I, well, Haig, his own teammates said he asked for a fight earlier, so I, I think he was he was waiting for a fight, and so Nurse finally went down, got close enough. Hey, and hey, did Nurse go there thinking they would fight? Sure, but I think Haig was ready for it. And uh, to me... Well, now you're crawling into people's heads trying to figure out their intentions, right? So use that McDavid thing as an example. McDavid hated that slash. He went over to Petrangelo and engaged with him. So if a fight starts there, is that McDavid's instigator? No, no, it's fair. It's a fair question. It's definitely. Uh, I, and to me, that's why if if they give Nurse, and I think the reason they upheld Nurse's suspension is so they can suspend Petrangelo for one game and say everything's equal. It's so weak. It's I so agree. weak. Those two actions are not equal. And yeah. for, for if the NHL gives Petrangelo one game for that slash, and there is an equivalence drawn between what Darnell Nurse did, if there's no way for them to for it to be more reasonable, that's if, if that if that instigator is one game, that slash has to be two. There's no way you could say those two things are equal in any way, Struts. Come on. And you guys know me. I don't care. I don't cheer. I don't care. I never complain about the refs. Right? So this isn't any sort of part, oiler partisanship or anything stupid like that. I'm just looking at the hockey logic involved here. And it's, if it's one game, you got to be kidding me. Those two things deserve the same. Like, give your head a shake and give the rules a look. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, about the game itself, uh, the orders, uh, they were very physical in that game. Obviously, that led to Petrangelo losing his marbles. Um, yeah. Do you think... Because they think they can play that way. And how much of a drop-off and what defense pairs are you playing to start game five? Yeah, major drop-off physically for the Oilers, and I think that's bad. I think Darnell Nurse was a beast in that game. Um, I thought that was one of the best games he's played. And so the drop-off physically for the Oilers and inserting Broberg and taking Nurse out is major. Uh, I think it would probably make sense to just go Kulak and CC. You're just going to have to play the holy heck out of uh, Ekholm and Bouchard. And uh, I don't love the idea of that third pairing of Broberg and DeArnay together. I mean, maybe you, maybe you try and avoid it, but I just don't – I don't know pairings that make sense. And I don't think, Struds, you can split up Ekholm and Bouchard because you've lost Nurse here. Do you? No, I wouldn't. And, and to be honest, what I'd do is I'd, I'd set it up just like you said, and then I would – like those, those top two guys, they get probably 23, 24, 25 minutes, all four of them. And then I've spotted those other guys with one of those guys. The problem is that they're on the road. 
the road is going to be really tough, right? That's going to be a really yeah. tough situation. Uh, yeah, you can't match point. up, and they'll be looking. You put those two guys over, overcomes Eichel, guaranteed, guaranteed. So I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. They're going to play those top four guys a ton. Uh, they'll be out there all the time. Uh, or yeah. I think you're, they're going to split up, and Kulak's going to have shifts with DeHarnay, and Broberg's going to have shifts with CeCe at times. I think that we're going to see that. Because yeah. Vegas is going to be in a similar situation, because I assume Petrangelo is getting at least one game uh, out of all this. I, I would assume, anyway. Um, who do you think yeah. gets hurt more by this? But who do you think it's more devastating for? Because, I mean, we're talking a couple of number one defensemen here on their uh, respective teams. And I know fans will get grumpy at me for saying that, but you understand what I'm saying. Minute much. Oh, no, it's – well, Nurse the is the number one players, right? Yeah. People might not like so, it. It's just a fact. Yeah, so who do you think gets dinged up more by this? I think the Oilers' next guy on left, Ekholm, you know, is better than 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 Vegas is. I think the Oilers' next man up, is, you know, the guy they're going to have to play more, not the guy coming in. I would actually give Broberg the advantage in that situation too. So, I think this may hurt Vegas more. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, Stratty said that earlier. Um, so you say Broberg over Hutton because I, now I assume it's Hutton. Like unless they're going to go with the right shot. And see, the reason why I guess it benefits Edmonton is because if, if they go with Hutton, then they've only got one right shot defender. And yeah. I don't know if you saw the the PK Subban breaking down guys on their on their the benefits of having a righty on a righty and a lefty on a left side. Uh, I, yeah. I think that comes into play. And the other thing is, guys, watch out impacts because Edmonton the most hits they've had against Vegas is Petrangelo and White Cloud, two right shot defensemen. And guess yeah. who's being hit the most on Edmonton's defense? Bouchard and Cece. Right shot no. defenseman. I got to look into that, but I, I'm wondering if you know if there's just something guys are more comfortable. Is it because uh, Edmonton's left wingers are Costin and, and Kane, and and they're more uh, more physical potentially? But honestly, so, I I wonder if it just has more to do with which direction the puck gets dumped more often. Yeah, but I mean, like, but are they doing that on purpose? Uh, I don't know. Like if guys are coming up ice and you're a left shot coming up ice, I don't know. You very rarely dump it on your backhand. So depending on, I think it has to do with which side of the ice teams more break out on and dump in on. I, it might just be more kind of coincidental that way as opposed to some sort of targeting. Uh, like, do you uh, think that they would look up and say, I'll make sure you throw it into Bouchard? I mean, maybe Bouchard's well, corner instead of Ekholm's. A hundred percent you would. Stratty can yeah. talk about this. He said it, the guys have done that. You dump it into certain corners for sure. Yeah. Just be aware who's out there and, and dump it into the softer corner, right? Yeah. So I uh, so that that could be, you know, that could be a benefit really uh, to Edmonton because now you're taking out a guy, so you're going to dump it into that corner even more. And if it's a lefty and he's not on his right side, there's a chance of him, you know, not moving the puck up as efficiently. So we'll see. Yeah, Shogger, have a good one. Talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, good debate, guys. That was fun. Thanks. It's uh, Ron Shog from uh, TSN. We're still waiting. No announcement yet, but it's probably coming before six o'clock on Alex Petrangelo. When we come back, Leon Drysaddle. Next on the Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Hey, Struddy, did you see the uh, replay? I don't know if you're watching the game right now. Jesper Fast is looking like Struddy in the low slot. Did you see it? No, what happened? Did he bury it? Uh, No, he did not. (laughs) He uh, he had a wide-open net and uh, fanned on it and uh, didn't score. Uh, Watch the replay if you need a chuckle. Oh, my goodness. I was dying. Dying. So, um, we'll see. Let's get to the uh, playoff report brought to you by... Tenacor from Fire Hydrants, the custom fabricated items, the pumps and hoses. Call the team at Tenacor for all your industrial fire protection equipment needs. That's Tenacor with two N's, 
com and uh, Leon Drysaddle. Of course, uh, we spoke to him earlier. Uh, Darnell Nurse. He was. Um, this was before uh, he was suspended, but uh, gave his his thoughts on, on the whole situation uh, as well as the game last night. I was surprised. Um, you know, you go through the whole sequence of events. Um, you know, being asked multiple times to to fight um, by him, and um, you know, even multiple times. Uh, you know, before the puck dropped during the during the sequence of, of the play, um, you know, it's uh, it's a fight that that takes place between I think two people that were were willing to fight, um, didn't go in there and, and, and jump him by any means. Um, his gloves were off first through the first. I didn't throw the first punch. I think he threw the first eight punches. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's you know to. It was a little bit uh, surprising to, to get that, that that extra on it. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see see how it plays out over over the course of the day. But uh, for for 40 minutes, um, you know, he, he was he was out there challenging and, and, and trying to trying to provoke a fight. And um, you know that you know, for me, you know, you play 24 minutes and you don't want to take yourself out of the game at uh, at the wrong time. And um, you know, with with 30 seconds left in the in a 4-1 game. I think uh, to do it a fair way, um, to have a to have a fair fight where both people want to fight and are, are willing to engage. I think that's what took place last night, and um, it's a, it definitely a little bit of a surprise. Did you get an explanation at all? Like you must have questioned it when they gave. No, it. I mean they, I haven't gotten an explanation, but um, at all um, on on what's taking place and. Um, I'm sure they're they're going through and, and seeing um, seeing it now on on their end and you know how the how the how everything took place. But I mean, there's you know, multiple camera angles and, and whatnot of what was going on throughout throughout the game. And, and uh, like I said, it, I think the the rule was initially put in place for people that didn't want to fight got into situations with people that wanted to fight, right? And um, that was not the situation at all uh, last night. So uh, it's. Well, that's a lead to review. Do you get an opportunity to talk to George Peros? Can be rescinded or not? How does that work? Oh, I, honestly, I'm not sure. I uh, just know what uh, what the rule uh, was and, and how it was called on the ice. So uh, that's kind of all I. What's your opinion of the slash at Toronto? Uh, I mean, you he, he, he could all watch it, right? Oh, and, and, and so yeah, you can all, you can all, yeah, it's, yeah, you can watch that one. Darnell Stewart Skinner said you were best player for your team last night, uh, really big on the penalty kill. How would you evaluate your plays? Do you feel that's maybe your, your best, most complete game of the playoffs? Yeah, I would say it's definitely up there. Um, just being able to, to break up plays, be in the right position, um, you know, try to add a little bit of, uh, you know, transporting the puck out of our own zone and, and, and being in the right spots, I think, especially with our penalty kill when we put ourselves in the right positions, we're able to, to break up plays, and Skins has been so huge for us back there. It's, it's nice to, to help him out. Do you get a sense that if you guys bring that game, bring your A game, and roll like you guys are doing, that you know, nobody can touch you in this league? Uh, we, have, we have confidence. I mean, this is a, a great league, uh, you know, and, and we're playing against a really good uh, opponent right now in Vegas, and um, so every night you need to bring your, bring your A game to give yourself a chance to win, and that's, that's all we can really control. So there you go. We will uh, we'll see where it goes. Um, Todd sent us a lengthy text. Uh, Todd, just to point out, um, the rule book does say it can be rescinded. The uh, instigator rule in the last five minutes, and in both situations in the regular season, uh, that was the case. Um, 
I'm finding out. I'm, I'm trying to find the video of it. Once I do, I'll probably post it. So uh, we'll see uh, how it goes. I believe I saw once I saw a nurse's suspension. I was like, that's it. the NHL is going to do the easy thing and suspend Petrangelo game. So it's even. I don't think that's right, but that's what I think uh, is going to happen. Strudza, what, what, what did you after listening to Nurse? What, what did you think about his, you know, his view of things and you know the yeah. time of the game and hey, the guy wanted to fight and he's okay now. It's Thirty seconds. Yeah, we'll go do this. Yeah, I agree with everything he says, and and, and like, I I've been clear. I don't like the instigator rule. I never liked it. And and Darnell, everything he said is accurate. They put it in so that it was like. Player A who wants to fight and player B who doesn't want to doesn't have to fight. He, B doesn't have to get into it. This was two people that wanted to do it. Um, and I get that. Like, I, I agree with him. This wasn't like he was grabbing, uh, you know, whoever, uh, Shea Theodore, right? This was a guy that, that was looking for it and wanted that fight. Um, but the rule's there. And, you know, can they rescind it? And, you know, we can go back and look at the two that rescinded the last couple of years and maybe it'll be different. But, you just, you know, you, you have to know the rule. You have to understand where it's at. Um, and I, I think the fact that he makes a direct beeline from the blue line straight to the player he fights, I, I, don't, I think that is what um, limited the ability of the, of the player safety to, to take, that, to take that, that away. Because, you know, just by looking at that, it looks like he goes straight in there to fight. And he, and, he, and he does go right to the guy. He doesn't – it's not a course of – it's not in the action of play. It's not during a scrum, you know, like after a whistle. Uh, it's not after a, a, he hits them or something like that. Like it just it, – if you just watch the video, and I've watched it a few times, he just skates right into him. So I don't like it, but that's the rule. Like I, I don't really know – I you know, that's just the way it is. Um, so we can be frustrated if Petrangelo doesn't get enough games or gets too many – or I guess you won't know if I've said he gets too many games, but – you know, you kind of got to you know, look at it two separate ways. Though so that's the way the league, I think they're trying to, at least I hope they're looking at it two separate ways, Greg's is look at the nurse situation, then look at the petrol situation. I think you're right. They'll both get one, then it's a wash, and then the other guys have to step up, which also adds some intrigue to the series. Um, and I think the thing we're not talking about, if Petro does, or Petrangelo does miss a game, um, you know, this guy's been getting pounded for four games. Right, so it's a it's a it's a break for him. I'd rather have him in the lineup, but he gets a chance to maybe get some energy back and heal up a little bit, and he get back out there for Game Five. And that's another thing I don't think that we've really talked about and uh, the impact in this series. Five thirty nine. Empton Sports Center, TSN twelve sixty. Uh, let's get to uh, Tell Me I'm Wrong, Gregor edition. Brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling Home. The no payments, no interest for one year on your furnace. It's Play Alberta. The Jason Gregor Show presents. Tell me I'm wrong. All right. Everybody knows that game five is Friday. And uh, everybody knows that game six is Sunday. Game six also happens to be Mother's Day. <laughs> fairly fairly important day. So here we are, and it's Thursday, and you're trying to plan what to do on Mother's Day. Some people have to work. Some of you, going to the game is your job on that day. It's very important. Right now, maybe your wife's like, ah, whatever, I want to watch the game. But, you know, you still want to find a way. Like, NHL, figure this out. Um, the game is on ESPN. We know that ESPN has Sunday night baseball. So they're either going to put it on or they're going to start it later and after. So being a late game would probably be ideal. You can have an early dinner. But tell me I'm wrong, NHL. Like, figure this out. This is a lot of undue stress for people who want to try to plan accordingly. So you can still show the, your mother or the mother of your children, your wife, how important they are, while still having time to watch the game. 
I need to know that this is this shouldn't be hard. Pick a time. Here you go. I know they're going to wait to the result of Toronto and Florida, but it shouldn't matter. I don't think it should matter. Side early, make it an afternoon game. Everybody's happy. Tell me I'm wrong. I can't, buddy. I've been I've been in discussions about this and negotiations all day, trying to figure out, you know, what time we're going to have dinner, what should we do, how are we going to make this happen, and um, you know, like I, in an ideal world, a Mother's Day dinner should be around five to six, I think. But there's a good chance that that could be right in the middle of or the start of the Oilers game six, which would be. You no, know, I love my mom and my the, the, my you know all the other my wife and all that, but. It's game, it's game six of the, you know, the playoffs could be pretty exciting. So, um, you know, it's going to be an interesting. I think there'll be a lot of people kind of trying to massage this around. And then what about the people that want to go to the game, right? So let's say the game is a 5 o'clock game here. I can pretty much rule out any Mother's Day dinner from that point. Yeah, so unfortunately, uh, likely won't find out until after Friday's game, which is fairly late. So, gentlemen... Or ladies, you know, you you know, your daughter, you want to show your mom things. You're a sports fan, so you got to figure this out. This is uh, these are the real serious things. I'm, you know, obviously the orders haven't uh, been in the playoffs uh, very often, but uh, I, I don't think they played on Mother's Day last year. I just don't recall that being an issue, like it is now. So, well, uh, see now, Strutty, planning ahead. I actually have a uh, Mother's Day brunch with my wife, my mom, and my mother-in-law on Saturday. Which is uh, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. So that's like the group one, but I uh, um, I, I need to p- plan something for Sunday. So I'm just kind of waiting. So we'll see. I got a few ideas, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, we got lots of text to get to it at ten twelve sixty. You can always email us in our Jiffy Lube inbox, Jay Gregor at tsn twelve sixty dot ca. Remember, now's a great time for a Jiffy Lube oil change because not only will you get great service, great oil change, you'll also get a twenty dollars gift card for local Edmonton business for you to use at Jiffy Lube. Gregor Strudwick, Connor Halley with you. I'm the sports leader, TSN at twelve sixty. Time for a little Eagle Rock trivia. Up for grabs, round of golf for you to uh, tee it up. At uh, Eagle Rock, where, you know what, hey, book your tea time right now for the weekend, eaglerockgolf.com. Hey, maybe you want to take uh, Mum out for a round before the game, eaglerockgolf.com. The uh, Edmonton Orders and the uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, of course, are, uh, well, they actually are both in Vegas now as they await game four, five, excuse me, game five. So the uh, the Orders... Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, scored his first goal of the season. So, leaves one person. Which forward, excluding Yanmark because he's been hurt, has yet to score a goal in the NHL playoffs for the Emptoners? Who has played? Which forward? Text into 10-12-60. Yet to score a goal. 10-12-60. With your name and the name of the order forward. Who's yet to score a goal now that uh, Nugent Hopkins has got on the board? Still no announcement from the uh, NHL. Connor uh, said, you watch. The NHL will wait till 6 o'clock when the NFL uh, releases all their schedule, and they'll try to slide in the uh, Petrangelo announcement. Ooh, you could be right, Cons. You could be sneaky. right. It'll be sneaky, eh, Strads? Very sneaky, huh? Yeah, just just get it out there. Like, just let people know what's up, and let's get going. Now, well, they they had the uh, 
Now, is any time between like 3 or 4 o'clock Edmonton time where they're going to have the uh, meeting? By the time he got home and they got to the rink, yada, 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 all that stuff. So we'll see. I do want to get to uh, Help Me Understand now, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, where you're like, hey, speaking of golf, you want a golf tournament? You need all the apparel? Make your company logo looking great? Go to ElitePromoMarketing.com. I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. I'm afraid I don't understand. Understand? Do you? I don't understand. What? Uh, help me understand. It's too technical for a layman to understand. So there's so much going on in the playoffs. So I always have to record the game. So when I got home from the order game last night, I couldn't sleep right away. So, of course, I watched the uh, the Warriors and the Lakers game. And I'm watching it. You know, it's entertaining and stuff. And then, of course, uh, Anthony Davis, a little scary situation, you know, bonks the coconut on the floor. And I'm like, okay. And so today it's announced that he had no concussion. Good news. And so he'll be, you know, questionable for game six. But they wheeled, they took him out on a wheelchair. He hit his head, like, he didn't hit his knee, he didn't hit his leg. Like, I don't understand it. Like, why? Like, I remember Paul Pierce, and actually Paul Pierce was on the news saying, no, 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 I, was, I seriously needed the wheelchair at that moment. But we've seen this before. Like, help me understand, am I, am I wrong in thinking, like, that's a little bit overboard at that point? No. Uh, so, listen, I, I think the head situation has to be taken really seriously, but he he has a track record of kind of um, being a little bit over dramatic when it comes to his injuries. It was it I can't remember if it was the end of the last series, or the beginning of this series, where his arm something happened to his arm, and his arm was locked up and he couldn't play. But then he came back and played. Like it's it's he he seems to be always a little bit kind of overreacting to injuries he may have. So I I don't know if he felt woozy, I, I get it. Um, but I mean Shaq and and uh, company were, were sure having a good time with it on Yeah, like I just to me it just seems like it's a little bit over the top. So who knows? We'll see. Tomorrow night uh, we know Darnell Nurse won't play. Uh, sometime tonight uh, I'm I guessing maybe the uh, first intermission they'll uh, they'll announce Petrangelo. We assume it's a game suspension. Could it be two? Could it be just a fine? I'd be stunned if it's a fine. I'd be stunned if it's just a fine. I can't see how that happens. So we'll see. Correct answer was Ryan McLeod. Con, you pick a winner? Yep, Braden is the winner today. Braden's the winner, yes. Ryan McLeod, the only order forward now without a goal in the playoffs. We excluded Yanmark because he only played three games. But uh, Ryan McLeod has actually played quite well, just unable to get a goal just yet. Maybe he's due. Friday night lights for Ryan McLeod. We shall see. On behalf of Struts and Connor, I'm Jason Greger. Have yourselves an awesome Thursday evening. Enjoy the night off. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Here's the comment and a Sports Center update brought to you by BIE Engineering, your structural engineering specialist. Whether you're in the process of a rental or building your dream home, BIE can help you out. Go to BIEENG.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.